Um, but yeah, my challenge still is my sweet tooth. So I have to <laughs> either not have it in the house or I have to put it up somewhere really high at the back of the cupboard and make it really, really hard. Welcome everyone, welcome to another episode of The Tea Lady. Today I'm joined by a very special guest. We've got Kelly from Recover Yourself Fit. Welcome Kelly. Hey, thank you so much for having me. (laughs) I'm really excited to be on today. I have my cup of tea in hand. (laughs) Oh amazing, I love that, I love that. And do you have a particular brand of tea that you, you get or are you into the herbal teas? I'm a Yorkshire gold girl. <laughs> That's my girl. I, I always get Yorkshire tea. I love, I love a nice brew. So yeah. I'm good That's strong brew. <laughs> We're off to a winning start. For all the listeners out there who are probably wondering, who is Kelly? I'll just give a bit bit of a brief intro. Kelly is from Recover Yourself Fit. She also has an Instagram page at recoveryourself.fit but I'll leave Kelly for you to just give us a little bit of an intro so everyone knows what that's all about. Oh thank you yeah I set up my Instagram page at the start of my fitness journey and it's kind of just grown now to a brand in itself and I help people get started with their fitness with home workout programs. We jump onto to programs online, do Zoom workouts and, and I guide people through um, specific boot camps or if they want to go into nutritional support, um, I basically help keep people accountable to their goals and get them the results they want. But one of the main things about Recover Yourself Fit and why I set it up how it is is because when you're looking at your fitness um, Mm -hmm. it's not just exercise it's what you put in your mouth and what you feed your brain Mm -hmm. Um, so going into kind of like the mindset and um, just getting yourself mentally fit as well um, yeah which is something I've battled through my life Um, Mm. I'm really keen to help people professionally and personally with with getting themselves like the best results and, and feeling the best they can. Yeah, well, I honestly, when I saw your page, I was, it was so inspirational to me. And I think we'll cover a lot more about your journey as well. And everyone, I'm sure everyone will feel the same at the end of this. I feel a lot of people could benefit from your experience and your journey. And hopefully they can learn something as well going forward. So it's good. But before we get started, I've started this new thing that I start with a little icebreaker. So obviously, we we've heard a little bit about your your brand and what it's all about but we want to know a little bit about you Kelly so I'm going to ask you a few fire questions and don't think too much about it just literally say the first thing that comes to your mind let's us get a bit of an idea of you and what you're into (laughs) exciting I love this kind of stuff (laughs) perfect what time do you wake up anywhere from five o'clock in the morning (laughs) what's your current favorite tv show 
I was obsessed with Ozark. Oh, yeah. It's finished. So now I need a recommendation, please. <laughs> Actually, watch The Outlander. It's on Amazon Prime. Okay. Yeah, it's a really good one. Okay, we go back to the questions now. <laughs> Where is your safe space? The sauna <laughs> at my gym. What's your most played song on your phone? It's called Lady Labyrinth. Album's called Nightbrook. My go-to workout song is I from Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> my my favorite is uh, Lose Yourself. Yeah, that's really when I'm when I'm running. Yeah. Okay, and uh, another one. Favorite animal? Well, I have got a dog. I do like dogs but I really love horses and then last one this is quite interesting what's your current mood happy yeah I just feel really happy today that's good Um, yeah I just feel really content and happy today don't get me wrong I'm not happy all the time (laughs) I can have a few different moods in a day uh, but at the moment when I get woken up too early yeah but at the moment and generally given the circumstances of lockdown yeah I feel really positive and that's really good to hear yeah one of the ways I handle that is just taking each day as it comes Mm -hmm. um and trying not to think too much about what I you know am missing and those just trying to be grateful for for where we are and we're safe and we're well and it will it will all come it will turn out okay And, and just being grateful really for having family and friends even if they're away or a few miles away we're still able to communicate in this day and age so it's great I'm I'm happy too right okay so into the main part of our podcast for today so we're going to be talking about fitness personally I do exercise but not so much I'll be honest and I think the listeners will will know my my journey I've just had a a, a baby or I say just but she's 20 months now so it's it's way past just just had a baby (laughs) but it feels like yesterday thank you thank you very much it's been a slow start going back into the gym going back into my exercise routine but I have been trying to to keep fit but I always feel there's a little bit more I can do and probably the first question I wanted to ask you is how how did you start your fitness journey how did you get to that point where you thought you know what this is what I'm going to start doing and this is how my journey is going to go from now on yeah like you know after you've had a child your your body has been through a lot Mm. and in terms of going going back to to exercise from having a child or starting exercise after having a child there is a kind of medical time that you need to wait um, Uh before you can do certain things and each 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 woman's birth experience is different Uh so it depends like what your circumstances are and what you've been through and everything how quickly you can go back to or start for me I um when I had my little boy I (laughs) (laughs) I was really into the gym before I had him um and I was always a all or nothing person um so I would go all into the gym and go crazy on my workouts and then um I would fall off and you know Uh I'd be like back to square one and when I got you know, when I was pregnant, I kind of stopped exercising and didn't do anything until he was about a year old. That's him now coming to say hello <laughs> with a lolly. Oh, bless him. <laughs> How four. old is he now? He's going to be four next in, um, he's going to be four on the 5th of May. Oh, oh, he's a May um, baby. Oh, yeah. that's really nice. <laughs> so yeah, he keeps me on my toes now and challenges me to runs, which is, mm-hmm. um, which is good. But yeah, I started my fitness journey when he was about a year and I did like buggy fit 
because it was really good to get out, meet other mums and um, do something outside. And then I got to a point where I needed to go back to work and couldn't do the buggy fit stuff anymore because it was in the day. And about 18 months ago, I had started back, back at the, re-enrolled myself back in my old gym Mm -hmm. and started swimming because I just didn't even have the confidence to go into the gym. At this point, I was probably like four stone overweight after having Toby. So I thought swimming was good because I could hide my body into the water (laughs) and (laughs) I was pretty much on my own. I didn't have to talk to anyone, get in and go. And then I found working out at home, which at the beginning I was like, I just can't see myself working out in my lounge. Yeah. And I've just paid for a gym membership. What like am I doing? Mm-hmm, anyway, mm-hmm. it was great because it didn't matter what I looked like, and didn't mm-hmm. matter if I got anything wrong or anything, and it was really, really easy with childcare. So yeah. I didn't have to worry about who was around to look after my little one when I was working out because I could just get up in the morning and do it and he would either see me exercise, which is amazing for them to watch. Yeah, yeah. Their parents get dedicated to their health and fitness. Yeah. Um and now I just I don't even like rest days because I'm so upset. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's that's actually key because what I found is just generally now if I wanted to go to the gym I need to make sure I align it well with my husband so because it's the three of us in our house and mm. if I want to go to the gym I have to make sure it's a time when he's in the house and he can take care of our daughter you know it, it's so difficult it sounds like an easy thing to do but we all have our schedules and it's so always difficult to try and make sure we get specific times in to go to the gym so I think probably working at home working out at home might even be a better solution for a lot of people just generally yeah yeah and you know you can okay you can watch the the home workouts on the tv but you can have it on your phone or your laptop or tablet Mm -hmm. or anything so you can actually use them in the gym as well Mm -hmm. um or you know in the garden or outside space wherever you can so you can still make use of the nice weather and save time and money really on get getting to the gym time in a class which is generally about an hour where yeah as my workouts that we do are about 30 40 minutes long so yeah it is a great solution especially while everybody is stuck it just gives people that other option and the ability to connect with people on a similar journey mm-hmm, mm-hmm. through the community group that I run as well so you okay. still get that gym feel but it's online <laughs> well, you know I always watch that that I'm not going to say which brand it is, but there is a, a particular uh, cycling, virtual cycling brand that we always yeah. see on TV. And obviously they're showing different people on a little screen. Is that the same with how you do your workouts or are they like one, one-on-one one sessions? Yeah, we have a few different options. I have a one-to-one option mm-hmm. for for clients where we would, everything that I do is online anyway. So regardless of, of lockdown, my one-to-one sessions would be online because I have clients in the US and Canada. Um, okay. So I can't physically be with them, but um, <laughs> we do it all over, over internet calls and stuff. So yeah. it could be a one-to-one if somebody wanted the one-to-one service that I do or the group boot camp it just allows you to log in and do your workout whenever mm-hmm. you want so you don't have to be on a zoom call to do it um, yeah. I do host regular zoom calls for my clients so as many people can jump on at that time okay. if, they, if they can mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. so there is like a class schedule kind of thing 
um, but it's a bit more flexible in that that you can you can do it when you want to do it as well. That's really good. What workouts would you recommend for someone who wants to lose, say, for example, their tummy? You know, it's like I said before at the beginning, it's it's not about it's not just about the exercise. And, mm-hmm. and one of the things that I found in my own personal journey is that you actually can't outtrain a bad diet. So and I hate the word diet because it mm-hmm. just means that you have to people instantly go into this whole I have to deprive myself of everything nice Um, or it's a fad and you know your diet is what you put in not what you're leaving out so if you're putting in rubbish you you know and training you're still you're probably not gonna get the results you want Mm -hmm, um -hmm. and the best thing is is you know cardiovascular exercise so making use of that hour outside going for a nice long walk um and trying to you know if you can do a bit of running but you can do all of these targeted home workouts um for for things like that mm-hmm. in just half an hour I just <laughs> think of the very first one that I did was like a 21 day program mm-hmm. and it was really targeted on so 21 days of workouts 30 minutes a day each day would go through a mixture of um some light cardio work and some weighted exercises mm-hmm. and it would progress and get more intense and a bit harder as you went on throughout the three weeks and your yeah. nu- nutrition was super super focused I'm not going to say it was strict because there's nothing that you can't have it was okay. more about learning to control the portion sizes and understand yeah. where the food groups that are going to benefit you what you can have more of and what you need to have less of yeah. without just saying no I can't have a glass of wine or I can't have that sweet yeah. treat or, or something that I want Let, let's talk about portion sizes because this is one of my my main pitfalls so I could binge on a salad for example because I'm I'm saying to myself it's healthy so I could probably have two portions of breast chicken or something like that for example and add loads of lettuce and salad and everything but mm-hmm. is that a good way to do it like an all you can you can eat salad or look at the food groups that is it Weight Watchers that says you can have a lot of a particular item I'm not sure if it's Weight Watchers by the way it could be Slimming World one of them but one of the things they suggest is they'll say these are sin foods and sinless foods or whatever and if you have loads of this it's okay is that a good way to diet yeah I think in terms of um the approach that I always take is to try you know nobody's ever really got um overweight by eating too many lettuce leaves <laughs> uh, so, um, or anything that grows out of the ground the vegetables um yeah you know yeah. it's they're, they're not they're not the things that do the damage Mm-hmm. It's the processed foods that do the damage and um, mm-hmm. the trip people up because we don't really realise what is actually in them and how much sugar, things like that are hidden in processed foods. So my approach is to try and always cook from scratch okay, um, or as best as scratch you can uh, with vegetables being the main focus of the dish. Yeah. Um, I recently went vegan. <laughs> um, oh. or vegan-ish shall I say because I still have a bit of chocolate every now and again which yeah. really got some milk in it but um, yeah I watched a Netflix program called Forks Over Knives and game, the other one called Game Changers 
Okay. And it was explaining how that protein from animals is kind of like being a dead animals are kind of like the middlemen of protein mm. because they eat grass and all of their minerals and vitamins come from, from the ground. Yeah, yeah. So, and it was just a really interesting concept. So, I, so I why not just go. go straight to the source rather than <laughs> exactly and yeah don't get me um, wrong meat is is tasty it's delicious and we're also used to to using it in our in our meals uh-huh. um so I don't suggest that everybody go vegan (laughs) (laughs) or anything like that you've got to find what works for you but yeah um, yeah yeah trying to have as many vegetables as possible Uh in your diet leaving probably a palm size portion for proteins so any meat um or any um there's so much protein in so many vegetables yeah people yeah. don't realize um so you can get all of your protein from like your beans yeah. and your pulses and things beans as well. and things like that yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so I get I guess it's all about eating right at the end of the day because I've always found like the more I eat healthier I feel a lot more energetic and ready to exercise whereas if I've just been eating junk food I feel a lot more not ready to to want to exercise. I feel lazier, not lazier, but just no motivation really to to get up and exercise. Yeah, there's definitely that lethargic feel that you get. Unfortunately, you know, having a diet full of sugar, you are on a cycle where you will kind of get a bit like high and buzzy off the sugar. (laughs) And then you will kind of crash and suddenly feel really hungry again, Mm -hmm. but crave sugar. So the so then it repeats and yeah sugar sluggish you'll feel sluggish whereas if you I don't know if you've ever tried doing like a 30-day sugar detox or anything like that which is yeah. so hard to do because sugar is in everything um <laughs> but your taste bud change taste buds change really quickly and once you you stop and break that cycle then you'll find that you might not like certain things the sit like you did before uh-huh. um and you'll naturally start choosing the healthier options yeah things with less sugar in too yeah and you've just mentioned challenges is there anything in particular in your journey that you found really difficult like um a routine or a habit or a guilty pleasure that you really found difficult to stop yeah loads of challenges and circle back to a little bit of of my of my journey here Mm-hmm. Um, and why you know why I'm so passionate about what I do mm-hmm. is because I was it's nearly six years ago actually since I had um, a drink so wow for a good part of my professional career I was drinking very heavily and towards mm. the end it was a problem and yeah. I did not realize that I had a problem at all until I was you know, in a very, very dark place and mm. a dangerous place for my health and had mm. a bit of a wake-up call. Mm. And mm. like I said before, I was very much all or nothing and work hard, play harder, yeah, that kind yeah. of lifestyle. And mm-hmm. that really shocked me into something. And I had to get into recovery and I wow. had to stop drinking for my health because I knew if I if I went down that road again, that things would turn out very, very differently. Yeah. Um, and when I did that, it actually uncovered that I had a few, you know, mental health challenges mm. as well. Mm. So, mm. but it also explained a lot of things and it made me understand that 
even though my go-to was alcohol at yeah. that time and you know would binge drink would binge eat um all that kind of things I now was able to find a solution yeah. and yeah. move away from that positively and mm-hmm. don't get me wrong things like sugar have come in <laughs> come into it so I can yeah. still go and have my sweet tooth and that does pose a challenge for anybody because sugar is so widely available. In terms of being able to drastically change and focus on something positive, I can turn my experience from the recovery, you know, and focus that into any new challenges that come up. It's really, really hard when you, you know, talk about food because you can't abstain from food (laughs) (laughs) exactly exactly (laughs) nothing terribly bad is going to happen to me if I do have a bit of chocolate every now and again yeah it's a little bit different but the ways of setting in healthy habits come from taking each day as it comes Mm -hmm. and continuing to to start with the first step and and build things up to where you want to go yeah Um, and you know there's no right and wrong for anybody's fitness it was uh-huh. a personal journey to each individual so it's just trying the different things and, and figuring out what works for you um, but yeah my challenge still is my sweet tooth so I have to <laughs> either not have it in the house or I have to put it up somewhere really high at the back of the cupboard and make it really really hard to get so I have to think twice about going to get it do you know I I totally relate with that because and and it's so powerful that you've mentioned something like alcohol because I look at even just from a personal experience that normally you would find if you're if you're upset for example or you're going through something the first thing that you your comfort food or comfort drink is either sugar or alcohol and you decide, you know what, I don't feel good today. I'm going to go out. And obviously, as a result, you drink a lot and you come back hungover. And the next thing you're looking for is hungover food. And Mm. that's cheeseburger for me and fries. And already that's a whole weekend full of toxins in, in my body. And it's just trying to break that cycle of don't get to that stage where you require that extra comfort from those toxic products or 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 items but rather trying to reduce how you get to that stage so I I think for me personally I I realized you know what probably because I could see the cycle that if I start drinking then I'm gonna need to have hangover food and then that means my whole weekend is ruined I don't want to do anything I've got no motivation so that had to stop that cycle had to stop somewhere and by cutting that it reduced even mentally the way I was starting to feel that whole depressive mood or that being upset about certain things easily upset it clears your mind when you have a little bit of a more clear perspective to life yeah um, but like you said, like, you know, each person's journey is different and I'm, I'm interested to find out from our listeners if anyone's ever had that sort of thing. So I think anyone, if you've got any tips or any experiences, how you've overcome that, I think that would be interesting to know. And people can give advice as well on how they've done it in that particular instance. But going back to just in general 
getting to that stage where you're you're doing your workouts, you're doing your fitness, and you decide, I want to create a business model out of this. How did you get to that stage? Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> just want to say it, it just happened. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you know, it it did. I was a, I was approached on Instagram to to join a team of coaches. Mm. Um, so there's there's quite a lot of us doing similar kind of things okay. in in the UK um and and in America and in in Canada and the company that um I'm affiliated with part of my business is mm. also launching in France but yeah I just saw an opportunity to make it a little bit different mm. and to be able to offer people in the corporate settings something that I wish I had before I got to the stage I got to because we talk about mental health a lot in in business Mm -hmm, and it's mm -hmm. one of the biggest causes of absenteeism and and you know people going off on on sick I was Mm -hmm. affected by my mental health and and had some some time off my corporate life with it as well and Mm -hmm. I wish I'd have done something like this Mm -hmm, back then mm -hmm. to get me to a place where I I could handle things like exercise now is a, a great outlet for me when I'm yeah. feeling frustrated or stressed um but when I feel happy too and it's you know it's a positive thing it's not something that I'm gonna regret tomorrow <laughs> it's ever true. Working out. no, no. Oh, unless, unless if your muscles ache yeah unless it, unless yeah but that's, a, that's a, I must sound really weird saying this but that's a really nice Ache because you know yeah. you've done something good exactly <laughs> and and I always I always tell myself if if I'm aching then that means that I've really worked that muscle and that ache is a good sign that I've done something right not you know you know what I mean I, I yeah. feel that way especially like if I've gone for squash for example and if I can feel my my biceps I can I yeah. definitely know right I worked that really well so I must have done something right yeah and if you're getting back into fitness you'll be like oh I I forgot I had that muscle and we've all been there um especially after having a child exactly (laughs) when you know every single muscle worked during labor and then afterwards just trying to get your body back it's it's a it's a challenge if you if it's taken you nine months to grow a human and gain all that weight you need to give it at least nine months before you can even think of going back into the gym or even if you can but give it at least that nine months process to to lose that weight it's not going to be instantaneous and I always felt that reduced the pressure it removed the pressure from wanting to look a certain way and yeah with no pressure meant I could just be myself be happy and by being happy I was more motivated to exercise whenever I could and weight just shed shed as I as I went on really yeah and I think that's the key as well is um when we put a lot of pressure on ourselves mm. and if we put too much pressure on ourselves we can often give up too soon I think it's about six weeks they say yeah until you yeah. go back to normal exercise yeah everybody's yeah. different so if you, if you feel like you can you can go back to normal before, mm. after six weeks great if it takes you longer Mm. you grew a baby that is insane exactly and And speaking of children you know I I work full-time and then I've got all these part-time things that I do on the side including this podcast and I find it quite challenging to have some form of a balance with children but I think when you're doing something you enjoy 
especially like me, I've found that I somehow I make time for it and, and it works well and I can work sometimes. I can do my editing when my daughter's around and I, it feels so, so good to do that. Have you found it challenging or beneficial having your, 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 your business and your, your workouts and everything whilst your son's about? How has that worked for you? Yeah, it's, um, it has its challenges, like, mm. like most things, but it's amazing that he can see me dedicated to, to my workouts and my, and my business and mm-hmm. um, the way, the nature of having my own business and helping people with their own fitness businesses as well is mm-hmm. that it is very flexible and fluid. So yeah, um, there is no, I'm not bound to a desk from nine till five. I can do most of my work on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there are challenges. There's times where he pops up on my live videos and everything's <laughs> a mess, but do you know what? That's life. Um, and sometimes, yeah, I have to work late at night at, um, once he's gone to bed. But mm. then again, I've not had to work for three or four hours in the afternoon where I've spent time with him. Yeah. So, um, I, it's been a, a gift, really, to, to be able to do this um, mm-hmm. and create something that is flexible around my family. Because I'm a single mum, so mm-hmm. it, it had to be that way. Um, and I think he understands now that he's a little bit older that mummy yeah. does need to work. Even though yeah. it's like, this is one big birthday party being at home for however long in lockdown Um, they they, um, they don't they don't understand that you know what's happening because my my daughter wants to go and play outside all the time and she she keeps grabbing her shoes like let's go out and I'm thinking no it's not the weekend I need to work (laughs) yeah it's hard for them to get their head around and for sure is at the top of your priority list so that you can look Mm -hmm. after your family and mm-hmm. do your job well and run your business well is yeah, really really yeah. key and unfortunately a lot of the time fitness is one of the first things not just fitness but but well-being mm-hmm. um in terms of fitness nutrition and looking after yourself can be the first thing to slip off because yeah yeah it's easy to say I'll do that later mm-hmm. um or I will that can wait and actually you're worth putting the rest of it off for even just going out for a walk for about 30 minutes and then coming back to my desk to work I felt so much better and so motivated for the rest of the day just it rejuvenates you it removes that additional stress that was on before yeah 100% especially if you've been sat down at a desk for for a good chunk of the day Mm. um just to get up and get your get your body moving just it improves your circulation which which will help you focus more and, and mm-hmm. it just generally makes you feel better so you you currently have a boot camp going at the moment haven't you that started was it last week yes um, <laughs> we are boxing our way through the rest of lockdown however long it goes, goes yeah so yeah, it's um, a six-week program that we're in. There's an app where my customers log in and log all of their their uh, workouts and mm-hmm. their little challenges that they've done. And I, I help everybody go through setting up their fitness space at home, like doing it virtually, okay. and how to get started with the nutrition and and basically walking people through the program and, and making it fun. That's that's really good. And they can find all this information on the Instagram page at recoveryyourself.fit. 
that's it yeah you got it right <laughs> you got it right the first time I did I was second guessing myself yeah I'm inspired truly by your journey and I'm just really grateful that you've come on to share that experience with us oh thank you so much you know what it means so much to hear hear that and I hope really do hope it's been helpful for people um listening mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. I love I just love it when I you know to know that I've inspired just one person is, is yeah. amazing. I'm, I'm really, I'm really thankful. Thank you very much. Thank you everyone for listening in. And as always, if you've enjoyed this episode, please like, share it and subscribe as well. If you've got any comments, any feedback you've got about this particular episode, if there's anything that resonated with you, please comment below. We're now also on YouTube. Just search for the Tea Lady podcast and you'll see all the episodes on there as well. So enjoy the rest of your day, everyone, and stay safe and stay healthy. Thank you.